<laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. What's good, man? I missed a week. I apologize. Right out the gate, apologies is in order. I missed a week. I was on the cruise ship for seven days, and I couldn't get in another episode by the deadline. So I apologize. I apologize. I was on the roll. I was back to back, man, but I'm back, though. I'm back, though. Let's focus on the positive. Let's focus on the positive. Yeah, I did another cruise ship. Another cruise ship, man. Um, it was right. It was all right. It was mad old, but it, they were legit. Well, it was one show. I'll get into that later. But first, let me give a shout out to my co-host, Waterman, in the building as usual. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You know, people got more respect for Hennessy than they do water. Ridiculous, man. Just ridiculous. They got more respect for some genuine draft beers than they do water, man. How dare, how dare you respect what water is bringing to the table, man. Sick of it, man. We need it out here. We need it out here. Trust. Anyway, yeah, I was on another cruise, seven days. Seven days, man. I got to bring somebody one time, man, because seven days is so long. And I'm a loner, but, but damn, seven days, and I just got off another cruise? It's a long time, man. The food on these cruise ships is subpar, man. Just subpar. Especially when you got limited options on the vegetarian tip. It's just so like that oatmeal be trash. I don't know. I guess it's hard to make like oatmeal for the masses, but I don't know what it is, man. And you know, the eggs just don't taste. I could get the omelet like they could make you an omelet right there. But the line be so long for the omelet, man. I ain't got time to be waiting like that. But this this was an old crew. Like it was people was mad old on this one. And uh, but you know what? I had three shows. So out of the seven days, I did three shows. I only performed two days out of the seven. So for five days, I was just chilling on this ship. And uh, the first show I did was dope, man. I was like, okay. People turned up. It was a full house. They turned up. They um, they they were there. They were they had energy. They were responsible. I was like, okay, old people. Okay. Yeah, I underestimated y'all on the energy tip. They were dope, but then the late show, the nine thirty show, they were they were tired, man. They was tired. It was past their bedtime. It was past their bedtime. It was like nine thirty. They energy was minimal. They, the the turnout wasn't as large. People were scattered throughout. I was like ah, so I got to go to bed on this one. I had to go to bed on the subpar joint. I hate going to bed on a subpar show. Now I got to go to sleep on this, doubting myself. Even though, you know, even though the show before was hot, I got to go to sleep on that last mediocre show. I'm like, damn it, man. But that first show was lit, though. It was, it was a good time, man. And the thing, like, once you perform, the people on the ship know you now. So, like, when I'm in there, when I'm in there getting the food or whatever, people, oh, hey, 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 it's the, it's the committee. Good job, man. Good job. I sat and ate with a the family. They invited me to eat with them, uh, which was cool. Um, so I ate with them. And they, they were the only people I ate with the whole seven days. And uh, it was cool. They were good company, man. They were they were good company. I think they live in California. I forget where they stay. 
shoot, I wouldn't. I was paying attention, but I just forgot where they live. But um, but this cruise was cool because, first of all, I left out of L.A., so I didn't have to fly to, like, a lot of times. Usually I got to fly to Florida to get on the boat, and then we dip out. But this one left out of L.A., so I was like, cool. So I just had to drive down to uh, San Pedro and then get on that young boat. But I had to pay for that parking, though. That parking for seven days came out to, like, $130. Man, I'm like, come on, man. Come on. They're going to reimburse me, of course, but still, you know what I mean? Out of pocket. Um, yeah, so I left out of L.A. And it was funny, man, because it was minimal. Like, they starting to get to the point now where they're just like, all right, Tony, you know what to do. No, I don't know what to do. I've never been on the Princess Cruise, so walk me through it. So I, I checked myself in. I was like, all right, well, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, no, nobody walked me. Am I considered crew or am I a guest entertainer or, like, you know? Cause the last ship I was on, I was considered crew, so I had a little badge. I had to turn in my passport. I had to had to abide by the crew rules. Like you know, you can't have your cell phone out when you're on the boat because you crew. I'm still saucy at that dude. Fire came at me, man. But you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna go there. You know what I'm saying. I'm just gonna be a big person and just you know move on. You know what I'm saying. But at the same time, I'm still holding a grudge with that dude. This is why I don't work regular nine to five. I don't like people telling me what to do. You know what I'm saying. I ain't having it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But um. So, yeah, I figured figured stuff out on my own as much as I could. But uh, Princess Cruise was cool, man. It was cool. And I kind of like having, like, you know, just a few shows. So I got a chance to really rest. Because uh, I, don't, I don't get a lot of good sleep here when I'm at home. But, like, on the cruise ship, I was able to really get some good rest. And, like, I was watching movies I might not have never watched before in the room. So I just be chilling, man. I just be chilling. But, anyway, the good thing about this cruise, too, was that it was like California stops. So it stopped in San Francisco, Monterey, San Diego, and then Ensenada, Mexico. So the first stop was, and I liked it too, because San Francisco, when we when we ported, I could use my internet and my phone. I was back, I was back amongst the living. So cause that's the only thing too I don't like about cruise ships is that I can't use my phone like I want to. I can't post on social media, can't text and none of that. So I feel disconnected. Uh, which is a good thing. A lot of people say you got to disconnect, but I feel like I already disconnect, but I like to be connected. Because I'm such a loner, I like to connect on that tip at least. So I'm already like loner McGee out here. But anyway, so we stopped in San Francisco. So I walked the streets of San Francisco uh, over by the uh, the pier, I guess. Uh, I forget what they call it. It's like close to the pier where you can get on the little ferry and go out to Alcatraz and whatnot and all those like... Uh, those sea lions be hanging out. So I was over there. I was just walking tough, man. It's good to walk. I like to walk every city. And so I got out, walked, walked San Francisco just along that. And then uh, my homegirl, Sabrina, she said she put me on to a food place, kind of like a vegan spot. Seed, um, I forget the name of it. It was something in Seed in San Francisco. Seed and something. And so I walked to that, and it was a journey, man. I didn't know, I did not know those hills in San Francisco. I knew the hills in San Francisco were real, but usually I'm like driving them, or you like you on the trolley or whatever. But when you walk those hills, I'm like, how 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 was people how are people supposed to do this, man? These hills were just ridiculous. Like like exercise, like I'm gonna go work out. What you gonna do? Walk up the street, and that. But that's a real valid workout. Like you gotta be like, you gotta run up the hill. 
But the come down is the hard part for me. I don't, I don't mind the go up. The go up is real. You put your legs into it. You put your thighs in. You just go up, man. Glued it up. Legs on max. All right? You be like, huh. Uh, you reflect, you think about life, you think about what's important, what's not important on the hill. But on the come down is where I can't get with because it's too hard to walk downhill. Like on the steep downhill, I'd rather just roll down a concrete hill than walk it. Because the walk down is like your toes are being forced to the forefront of the shoe. I feel like my toes going to bust out the front of the shoe. I feel like I'm ruining the shape of my shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like my toes are trying to... Come emerge, come forth out of the shoe, man. Like, cause that's how my toe, that's how my toenails died. When I went hiking, I bought these hiking shoes and I had them too loose. So when I was coming back downhill, my toes was pressed against the front of the shoe, like hard, like so much so that it was like pain on this hike. And this was like over a year ago. I went hiking with my homegirl who had a weak ass dog. Her dog could not keep up with the hike. Like every five minutes, they were stopping and getting some shit. I'm like, man, where these dogs come from? They ain't ready for this. Anyway, so I was coming down, coming down the hill. I had the new hiking shoes. I thought I was all level with my little new hiking shoes, too. They were little browns, little bulky joints. But it ain't about the look. It's about the utility. So ugly-ass hiking shoes, but they were brand new, fresh out the box. So when I'm coming down the hill, man, my toes was pressed up against the front of the shoe the whole time. It was like hurting like bad. And so after the hike, and then I started walking slew footed like Tupac just so I can offset the pain and like, you know, the straight toes to the max. I was like, damn. And so once we were done, my toes were sore. They were bruised. Like they were, they were like bruise like you could see the red it was like they were bleeding it was like a bruise on my toes and so what that happened was like my big toe and my uh second toes they they were the most affected so um my toenails fell off my toenails fell off from that hike down the thing when they were pressed up against so ever since then man i ain't even been hiking as much i damn sure ain't wore those shoes again and I'm just like, man, my toes were ruined. My toes were destroyed. You understand me? So I had to start from scratch. My toes had to start from scratch. Like, cause it was like coming in and they were like bunching up. And it was like, it got to a certain point. I was like, I just peeled my toenail off. I was like, damn, man, this is real. And now they just ain't the same, man. They grew back, but still, it's just like a whole new set. Anyway, so... So when I was in San Francisco, that reminded me of that hike. Like, look, this ain't going to never happen to my toes again. So I started coming down the hill. I was walking like Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Had my feet pointed outward, toes left and right instead of straight on. And, uh, man, them hills is real in San Fran. I almost got on the trolley just to avoid it, you know? Because I don't mind the walk. I can walk for miles. I can literally just keep walking. I can walk a whole city and not trip. But when the hills come into play and that downhill, oh, hell no, hell no. And San Francisco is one of my favorite cities, man. San Francisco, Seattle, Portland. Um, but that's neither here nor there. You know what? I forgot to do the part two of the Chicago joint. I wasn't even done with that. Now that I think about it, I forgot I owed y'all a continuation of the Chicago trip, man. Back to Chicago, we was talking about booty grabs and in the city itself, um, Chicago's known for a very high murder rate. The city's very violent. 
uh, I grew up amongst that. It was violent when I grew up. Gangs was deep. You had the uh, gangster disciples. You had the vice lords. You had at the time, at the time when I was coming up, it was folks, folks and people. Like depending on where you tilted your hat, that was the gang affiliation. You folks and people. I remember like I remember them saying folks or brothers, but it was peoples. So you know, depending on how you tilted your hat, that's who you was. So you would get jumped easy. You know what I'm saying? And now, you know, I think gunplay is more rampant now, you know, which is which is messed up, man. I mean, it sucks enough that you got to get your ass whooped day in and day out. You got to knuckle up. But it teaches you toughness, teaches you how to fight, and you can you live. It's corny to say because, you know, Friday, you live to fight another day. But that's real, though. Like, to be alive, to have another fight, that's a blessing. Yeah, I got my ass whooped, but... I'm here tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? Like, I learned something. I learned to, you know, duck and, you know, always protect yourself. You know, you learn things. And now it's just gunplay, man. You can't protect yourself. You can wear a vest, but is that a, what if they shoot you in the dome piece, man? And so many kids are just not even affiliated getting blasted up. So anyway, so the city has always been violent. and um, But that's all you hear about Chicago, like black Chicago. Like, you know, Chicago is very segregated, so you go up north, it's a totally different world. And, you know, Chicago gets a lot of love for its downtown area, which is beautiful, dog. Which is, downtown Chicago is gorgeous. Like, to revisit it after how many years? I ain't been to Chicago since 2007. And, like, to revisit it, the downtown is just beautiful, man. They take, Chicago take, takes care of his downtown area and i was just you know i used to love even as a kid i used to love going downtown we called it up north and because uh, we from south side and it was just every time i went up there it was like you know the sites the buildings the 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 stores and stuff like that it was just uh it was a different contrast to where i lived on the south side so it was like a whole nother world like by the lake just to see the the shared aquarium, the uh, the planetarium, the museum of science and industry, and the field museum. I grew up going to these places tough, man. Like I've always been into that, and like the share, I I stack up every aquarium, every museum that I go to in various cities. I stack it up against Chicago's museums, and like uh, the shared aquarium is still the best aquarium that I've been to. Um, but I heard like the cruise ship stopped in Monterey and the people that I ate dinner with said that that was probably one of the best aquariums they've ever been to. I was like, oh, word. But I, I didn't get off the boat that day because uh, why did why the hell didn't I get off the boat that day? Damn, you, you know what happened? So when we stopped in Monterey, it didn't port up to, to the port like it didn't come all the way up to land. So you had to get on these these little, you know, taxi boats to get to the land. So when I saw where we were sitting, I thought, oh, okay, we just sitting here for the day and we're not really getting off the boat. So I, I never got off, man. I should have got off and hit up that aquarium. And because uh, I love aquariums and zoos and all that. Even though I feel bad for the animals being stuck there, I still love the the vibe. And um, yeah, so I stack everything up to the shared aquarium in Chicago. If you're in Chicago, go to the shared aquarium, go to the planetarium. If you're into that kind of, the Museum of Science and Industry, man, I used to love going to this joint, man. We used to take field trips. My mom used to take, shout out to Sandy Baker, man. She always took me to museums 
in zoos and like movies and stuff. So she always took me to stuff like that. And I appreciate it because now it's in me today. Like, you know, I still love going to the movies. I still love going to museums and zoos and stuff. And I get that from her because she always used to take me. And you know, when you go on field trips in school, you know, when you with your with your peers or whatever, and they try to make you feel like, oh man, you like this? You you like this? Like the schools I went to was mad judgmental, man. Like, oh, you into this? You man, look at him. He like this museum shit. Like, come on, man. But like when you go with your parents, you know, you can you can you can be yourself. You can like what you really like and not be judged for it. So, um, shout out to my mom for that, man. And it was like, but back to the city, man, Chicago. It's beautiful, man. The architecture, these old buildings, man. I was all over the city. I was on the west side, and I realized that I'm never on the west side of Chicago. Like, I, I was never over there. I was never on the west side of Chicago. And, like, equally bad shootings all the time, very violent. Um, but I, I was never over there. I was like, yo, when I went over there, I realized, because I hit up uh, Lil Rail, comedian, some of y'all might know him. I text him, like, where did you live in Chicago? Like, what side of Chicago are you from? He's like, oh, on the west side. So he, he told me which high school he went to. So I went to that high school. And that and that high school right there, that area was like, you could tell it was gentrified because it was really nice right there. And then I went further into the to the west side of the city. I went to the Gold Dome where Twister got discovered. And, uh, you know, because, you know, cast from the west side, like Lupe Fiasco, Crucial Conflict, Twister, they represent the west side of Chicago. I think the Brad is from the west side, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be mistaken on that. And then, um, but Lupe Fiasco, I think he's from Harvey, Illinois, which is like a suburb of Illinois, a south suburb from that, but he always claimed the west side. So, and Harvey, Harvey's rough. Don't be... Don't get it misconstrued. When I say suburb, don't automatically assume it's nice. All right. So, um, yeah, but I think I think he went to high school in Harvey, Lupe Fiasco. If I'm not mistaken, you might want to look that up. If you know Lupe, ask him. Uh, anyway, so I was just over there on the west side. And I was like, yo, man. Um, I was all throughout the city, man, and just, you know, taking it in and it just sucks seeing all these abandoned homes in Chicago and in the Midwest in general. Michigan is like that too. St. Louis, beautiful buildings, beautiful architecture, beautiful setup, but they just abandoned, boarded up. You see signs on the bed bugs, like you know, it's just damn man. These are these are beautiful old buildings with history, man. You can put a whole family in there easy. They got floors, you know. It's three. It's three floors to this. I'm just like, damn, that always brings me down. Like, cause it's such a rich um, history building wise. Like I like old buildings, even though I say everything is haunted. I'm still fascinated by the stories that could be told within like the, the history that was there. I mean, new stuff is nice. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, if you want to build a house from scratch, that's great. More power to you. Cause you, you don't want to take on the old history of the house and stuff like that. But I still got a lot of love and respect for like stuff that's like, you know, like, the architecture is different. Like, this is from back. This is in the 40s and 30s. I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? It's a great look. Like, if you can renovate within that, it's pretty dope. Because, um, like, a lot of the new stuff doesn't have a lot of the character that these old buildings have. And Chicago's full of, like, old buildings, man. I'm just like, man. And it was cold. I went to the Lincoln Park Zoo. The Lincoln Park Zoo is still free. It's a free zoo. You know what I'm saying? 
And it wasn't no wax zoo. It wasn't no, oh, I see why this is free. They just got chickens and a couple of hedgehogs in here. No, this was like, they, if y'all follow me on social media, you saw what I was posting, man. They got apes. They got, they had mad cats. They had tigers, lions, leopards. You know what I'm saying? Jaguars, bobcats, lynxes. I was like, they had mad big cats. And that's what I'm all about. So I'm like, if you got big cats, I'm all in. And the Lincoln Park Zoo has always been free. And I was talking to my dad for mad long. He was like, nah, they charging now. No, they not. I walk. You can casually walk into the Lincoln Park Zoo. Like you can park your car and stroll up. Ain't no box office. Ain't no gates. You just slide on into the, into the zoo. And I was like, yes, it's still free. And Chicago has another zoo called the Brookville Zoo. They charge. So you get a, you get a little more lavishness with that zoo but lincoln park is fine with me you know what i mean so next time i go back to chicago which i will because the, the love shown was incredible um i'm going to the museum of science and industry i'm going to the aquarium i'm going to the planetarium because the planetarium man that blew me away i remember the first time my mom took me there and we went to the sky show um the sky show is like you go in this room and the seats lay back and everything is on on the ceiling so they're telling you about space and astronomy and, and like you just look up. If you've ever been in the Griffith Observatory, they got a similar thing where you lay back and they tell the story on the ceiling. It's beautiful. So I went to the Sky Show. I was I was mesmerized. I was like, yo, this is this is this is the best. You know what I mean? And so I want to know what kind of advancements they got in there now, like what what their Sky Show is like now. The uh, the Adler Planetarium, man. The Shed Aquarium. The Museum of Science and Industry used to be so epic, man. I remember they used to have this like old school setup in the section of the museum where like you was like in the in the actual thirties. Like it was like cobblestone streets and little storefronts and like old cars. I wonder if they still got that. Like real gangster type, like the thirties, prohibition, you know what I'm saying? Al Capone and them walking around there. That was a tight vibe, man. I can't wait to go back, man. I can't wait to go back to the city, man. To the shitty. And I love the stuff that Chance the Rapper's doing out there in Chicago. He's passionate and cares about his city, man. I love that. I love to see it. And uh, I don't know. It was good to be back, man. It just made me feel real nostalgic. I went to the first apartment building I ever remember living in. As far back as my memory can go, this was the first place that we lived in that I remember. And I went there. I snuck into the building. And once I was in the building, I walked to our actual apartment door and these cats, these dudes came out like one dude was leaving. I was like, oh, I'll probably look weird as hell standing there with my uh, my phone. Like, yo, talking to the people. He let me in the apartment, man. I was like, yo, this is this is where I was raised. Like we lived here for years. Like my earliest memories were in this apartment. And it looked mad small, mad small. I was like, yo, man, it was just incredible, man. Mad nostalgic. I can't wait to go back. But um, so now we're moving on to various cities and like, you know, San Francisco is a new favorite now. And then the boat, the cruise, it stopped in San Diego, too. So I'm in San Diego on foot now. So since we we stopping by boat, I just got off and walked in San Diego. Let me tell you something. I've been to San Diego probably 10, 12, 15 times. And I've never experience the city like I did when I was walking. Like when you're on foot, 
it's a different experience than when you're driving through a city. I don't know what it is. Like when you walk, when you walk the streets, it's a different. I don't know. Like you, I think you feel it more. I think you notice more. Like you notice stuff when you drive past it, but when you walking around, you can stop, look, feel, taste, smell. I don't know. It's, you get more out of it. And so I was walking miles around San Diego, and it was like I was in a, a city I'd never been to before, even though I've been there several times. It was like a, a totally new vibe. I went to this place. Uh, Sabrina put me onto a spot again. I went in there and had crepes. And then the security girl, she knew me from social media. And so her and the girl that was working the counter, they were real nice. I was like, yo, how old is this building? Like, you know, this building looked mad old. She's like, it's been here since 18. I was like, oh, it's haunted in here. No, it's not. It's haunted, man. Anything old is haunted. So I'm in there with them. They took me in the basement. Uh, the basement was kind of creepy, but not really. It was too many. It was too many supplies down there. So it looked like they re- was really utilizing the basement currently. So it took away some of the, the fear element. It was dark in there, but it wasn't bad. And um, they told me about the Whaley House in uh, San Diego. Old town San Diego, there's a Whaley House. It's supposed to be mad haunted in there, in the Whaley House. It's supposed to be like the most haunted house in the city. So I went, I caught the train over there and uh, walked around Old Town. Old Town was dope and because uh, it looked old for real. But like Old Town San Diego, this, this, is where, this is where San Diego all began. And this house had been there mad long. And so I get to the Whaley house and I look, look at it from the outside. It's not creepy. Because I remember they got a Whaley house movie on Netflix, which wasn't that good, but I remember it. But um. So I took a tour like they had they had a, a thing where you can freelance that you can just go in there on your own steam, which I wanted to do because then I could do my snaps. But um, so I had to sign up for the tour, which was like uh, I had to wait a couple hours. So in between that wait, Sabrina put me on another spot. I walked all the way to this uh, this one like vegetarian vegan spot. I walked all the way over there. So I was walking. I had to walk like a mile and a half, maybe to get to the food spot. So I was experiencing a part of the city I had never seen before, walking the streets again. I was like, yo, man, this is this is a different San Diego. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. And so I went ate. Then I went to Sprouts. And then I went back to the Whaley House for the tour. Um, took the tour. And they were like, you can't do video. You can take mad pictures because people see things in the pictures, like orbs and like little, little things show up in the pictures. I was like, oh, okay. But I couldn't, I couldn't do video. I did video anyway because I had my earpiece, so I did do video. I, I broke the rules. But she was taking us through the place, man. It wasn't creepy, man. It was not creepy. I don't know if it was because I'm in a tour group and, like, it just feels, like, you know, structured. I don't know what it was. I just didn't get a creepy vibe in there. Like, it was a couple of spots. When we were in one section of the house and we had just left a section, that section we just left out of, like, the kind of courthouse section, I got a weird vibe in there when we were in the other room. I kept looking in there like it, it felt like somebody was kind of watching. But it still it wasn't like <clears throat> like I got I get I get more of a creeped out I get I get more of a creeped out vibe when I go to like the comedy store in Hollywood than I did there, man. And it was just I don't know for the money and the tour, it it just didn't measure up on the creepy scale. I was like, ah, I needed I needed something creepier than this, and it just never happened. Um, yeah, so so the Whaley House was a disappointment, man. If you ever in San Diego, check it out for yourself. It might creep you out. You might see something in your pictures. I didn't see nothing in my pictures. 
So it was just like, ah, all right. So then after I left the Whaley house, walking through Old Town at night was creepier than the Whaley house. But uh, I did that, got back on the train, walked through San Diego again, uh, slowly slid back up to the I was in no hurry to get back on that cruise ship. So we had to be on by 1030. I was just taking my sweet time. I was on the phone. I was just kicking it. And then uh, I walked back to the boat maybe like 10, 15. And the crew, they were waiting on me. They were like, you the last one. I was like, oh, y'all, y'all knew I wasn't, y'all knew I wasn't accounted for? Y'all actually cared about me, huh? Like, if I didn't show up, I wonder what they was going to do. Like, we got to send out a search party for Tony Baker. Get him back on this cruise ship. Oh, for me, y'all, y'all going, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. If I, if I needed some attention, if I was a pity party type of person, I'd be like, I'm not going to get on on time. I'm going to make them worry and come for me. I want to be saved. But, um, yeah, so that that gave me a whole new vibe and perspective on San Diego, man. I was like, yo, I feel like I, I, feel like I really went to a new city. So I recommend, man. Walk around the city, man. Like if you're new to a city or or whatever, man. Just just walk cities. It's like a totally new experience. If if your city ain't safe, then you could be a punk and never walk it, or you can just hit the streets, get robbed, get mugged. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. But experience it. I can't wait to go to another city and just walk around, walk the streets, take it in, smell everything, walk step. You know what I'm saying? Feel every piece, as I like to call it. But anyway, man, we done reached a. Uh, the breaking point here, verbal cardio, man. I had a little, I had a little malfunction. I hit the stop button on accident, so I don't know if this is gonna show up on the video, but it might. It it didn't show up on the audio. Anyway, so uh, please let me know you're listening. Uh, comment, reply. Um, I'm gonna post about it on my social media. If you want stuff that you want me to talk about, um, let me know in the comment section below, and uh, maybe we'll address it uh, there. Uh, let me know on my Instagram because Facebook, they still got me blocked out of my Facebook page. Haters, haters gonna hate. But um, yeah, man. And thanks for rocking with me. Thanks for caring that verbal cardio even exists, man. And uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.